to be continued. To be continued. That should be like a cheer to get it, you know, get this whole episode going. Why would that be a cheer? That shouldn't be a cheer at all. Why? Why would that be anything? There shouldn't be a two, two, two. <laughs> no. If anything, two, 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 B, B, B. They should stop giving us to be continued and just give us a two hour like movie special. Why couldn't they think of that back in the day? I know they always want the additional viewers, but why not give me like a movie event? And wouldn't this be kind of like the perfect movie where you just call it John versus Clark? <laughs> and you advertise it for it being something big. Because think about this. It would be like a movie. You're advertising for this one scene to happen for it to finally be there. And it's only five minutes long. Bro, but, I don't even think it's five minutes, man. But the whole two hours is leading up to this moment where then you as the audience are like, hell yeah. This is worth it. Yeah, because we left off last episode, which was Exile, and we got to see how John was granted powers from Jarrell. And now is gonna be whipping his son back into shape. You're coming home with me, son. Well remember, Clark tried to murder his own father, so now John No, had... that was Cal, bro. Oh, that's right. We always keep doing this now. We have to just focus on Cal right now. He is not Clark at this point. Mm -hmm. He does become Clark in this episode where I'm not even sure if I want him back. <laughs> we'll talk about that for sure because, yeah, we're a little we're a little okay. You know, we could have maybe did without him. <laughs> we probably, you know what, another three months yeah. of no Clark may have done some, like, good. Just make it a year. Just, make it a year. I'm... I'm trying to understand some of the decisions he makes because for me, if a girl is into me and I feel like I'm alone, I think I'm just going to want to be with that girl. Clark, Dude. no. Clark wants to go the other direction with these things, which is why I probably should have just had Cal stick around. Cal is Satan. Yeah, and he also, his jokes, his, his little quips that he makes they're they're not very good <laughs> i feel like the first time we got him when they were at the bar mm -hmm. the first time we were in the red zone we had some good things we had some badass moments we did i don't like this one it's uh and maybe then we... it's the ring though <laughs> maybe it's not the right rock the ring is doing something to him and we, we kind of still theorizing on uh what that is really do you think that people like in the bar that he goes to makes fun of him for that ring too? It's like, hey man, what do you play like ball in school? That doesn't what even have that? a graduation date on it. <laughs> what is is that? Are a... you still in school? <laughs> what is that? Is that a high school? He says Smallville High Alternative School. Yeah, and alternative school. <laughs> they wouldn't give out class rings there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they would in order hold on. Yes, they would if they found the rock near the pond. S it says S-V-A-H-S. <laughs> yes. Damn. What? It's a real deal ring. It's like the remedial class ring. Yes. <laughs> we Trust me, in the future episodes that we're going to be going through, we're once again going to be able to prove that it's an alternative high school. How else do these kids not know each other? It's true. And it like, seems like such a small town, small school. Everybody would know each other. That's true. And then, yeah, because there's there's some students that are questionable in this, you know, this crowd or population at the school. Because 
seem like some alternative high school type students. You know who they would have loved to have met? Cal. <laughs> and Cal would have done well at the Cal high school. Cal would he do would would probably have great. banners everywhere of just like oh he'd be class president right? yes everybody like this you saw how whitney was the most popular guy by tying up clark as a scarecrow just Jane, imagine would Cal Cal. be the new whitney he would have eight guys tied up as scarecrows <laughs> and he would do it all himself yeah. no one runs with them no you don't want to mess with cal he runs solo how does he do that we don't ask questions <laughs> yeah um just do what he says whatever he says we also need to bring up again what we talked about last time with the season premiere was how his actions are just, there's no way you can come back from that. And we're going to have to really dive deep into that as he, because spoiler alert, Clark does come back home and now he has to face the consequences and the people he hurt. I'm kind of glad he has to. He's, he's needing to face these things. Remember, he almost hit Chloe after grabbing her and pushing her. Get out! Lana, he's left for three months. Pete, he hasn't even thought about. These are the relationships he's going well, to have to fix. I don't think anyone thought about Pete. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> like uh, showrunners, Except the for writers. Maybe Martha and John. <laughs> That's true, actually. Probably, they probably were hanging out with Pete because they they're needed. better friends with Pete at this point. They needed like a sun like figure around the farm in yeah. order to demand to do chores. What, Pete, you're too good for this? Lex shovel the shit and do it too! <laughs> That's right. And he's bald. And we have the return of Lex. So Ooh. we also have to have him dealing with those actions of his wife and of his father, where you and I are also going to get into in this episode. I don't know who to believe. This is the worst game of Clue I've ever seen, because I don't think there's a winner. Dude, I'm pretty sure. God, I can't wait till we dive deep into really what is going on behind this massive conspiracy with the jet and being abandoned and whatever with Lex. But yes, that's a great point too. We're totally forgetting about Lex here. Lex comes back. He has to deal with those people, and of course, this episode, which is to be continued from last week, is Phoenix episode two of season three in Smallville, and of course, Phoenix. Uh, likes makes references like this, but I mean, it's clear rising from the dead, coming back from the ashes, pretty much type thing. So that's that's why it's called that. Oh, I thought it was like what I was hinting at with the first episode, how we have the Harry Potter and Goblet of Fire hair. This is now, <laughs> now Order, Order of the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> I thought we were going in order. Oh, you might be right on is that. Is that not how it goes? I thought J.K. Rowling and Smallville were talking about she, how they should do this. She was a consultant yeah. on, this, on these episodes. But um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is Phoenix. The Somebody Save Me podcast is back again to give y'all the nice commentary of this episode. Because we finally get like the punctuation mark on this little story that has been happening since season two finale, season three premiere. And now we're getting the punctuation mark on that. And I can honestly say these first two episodes of season three... They're a lot better than season two and in season one. So That's it true. seems like season three has already gotten up to a hot start. The I'm budget's up, man. I'm loving all the awkwardness. I can't wait for more high school drama. No. I'm enjoying it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll dive in in a second. But first, as you know, the Harry Potter theme. <laughs> yeah, I remember Harry Potter with that one. And Warner Brothers, hey, that's above DC, dude. It could work. It it all ties in. Same universe. 
So now, let's get into it, bro. Let's get here. So... We have the previous, obviously. Yeah, we have the previously on of the Smallville. Recap. A little recap, yes. Lex got off the island, and of course, John showed up to Metropolis to get Clark because he's off the red kryptonite, and John has power. So, John shoves Clark now at the window. Falling where out the window. We're having a gigantic wrestling match between them. And for me, I was kind of hoping it would have gotten a little more dangerous between them. Or maybe, I don't know, John comes with kryptonite? Dude. Because if John has and has done this before with the red kryptonite, with Pete, yeah. wouldn't it work with now him having powers, it making a hell of a lot easier? Yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. And I mean, I didn't get that logic either. Like, why would we not just bring some red kry- <laughs> we'll bring uh, some green kryptonite? And that's clearly just going to make him weak. You take the ring off. Boom. You don't even have to fight your son. What did you say to me? <laughs> And so, yeah, they fall down, and so they Turns are... into a shoving match. <laughs> pretty much. It's like a high school wrestling match right now. It's the JTT pulling in like <laughs> each other back and forth, because they're just knocking pillars around. The pillars are actually falling on them. It looks like it kind of hurts in yeah, the scenes. Yeah, and, and also, um, they are literally shaking the ground as they're slamming each other. Like, you see everything shake and whatnot, but of course, you have your little moments where they're talking to each other, I'm taking you home. And then, of course, John sees the ring, so he tried to take it off of Clark. Clark then, of course, shoves him into the pipe, says, Don't touch me. I'm going to still have my ripped leather jacket on. No, not the leather jacket. As I walk over towards you, John is not even faced, gets up and says, Is that all you got, you little bitch? Now Cal takes off his leather jacket and says, Let's do this. Yeah, and John is pleading with him. You know, you don't know how dangerous you are. It's not the ring, Dad. I was born this way. You just can't accept it. John is now standing there going, this isn't you, I love you, but of course Clark then... Dude, I love this moment, because uh, the way Clark comes at him is like he's doing the Rock's old wrestling move, bro. Like, he was about to literally just grab him from the neck and just choke slam him down. Well, and I like the slow-mo, because it, in a way, reminds me of even the Man of Steel type fight scenes where instead of Clark getting the advantage of using that super speed, John immediately reverses it and tosses his ass into another set of, looks like, bars. Yeah, up the <laughs> stairs, something, whatever. And, it, you know, honestly, this makes perfect sense because John, being the adult, he's had the temper. He's clearly been in fights or scuffs or whatever back in the day. He's experienced here, and he's whooping his son's ass. Yeah, but until Cal comes out of the debris as if he's Android 17 here, just saying, I'm ready to go, and then rips off his shirt, revealing for the first time to John the scar on his chest. John is actually, this is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, this is heartbreaking. What the hell? And he literally asks him, What the hell did Jarrell do to you? Yeah, it's this was kind of a somebody hurt my son. Like, I'm not okay with this at all. I know mm-hmm. I went to Jarrell for his help, but after seeing this scar, I'm I'm really pissed. Yeah, it feels bad, obviously. Yes. And, of course, Clark replies, like, well, he just reminded me who my real father is. And it's like, <laughs> shit. It's <laughs> all right. Yeah. John is like, okay, I didn't deserve that. Clark Man. then throws a Dude, pipe I at him. I thought he was about to spear his ass. It looked like he was legit going to get this, get the pipe and just, like, crazy just javelin toss bro but instead he used it as a distraction in order to run behind him where then clark grabs jonathan's throat puts him up against a steel pillar he's about to deliver the finishing blow with his fist and instead he hesitates 
He okay. stopped. Okay. John tells him, if I raise a son who could kill, then kill. Do it. Okay, but he just tried to kill him. He just tried to kill him last episode in the office whenever he didn't know like, that he had Sorrell's yeah, powers and he shoves him into like a Because that's like a broken wall. back at least or something. Yeah, he is paralyzed. <laughs> so I, I'm, not, I'm missing this moment because it seems to be a struggle with Clark all of a sudden mm-hmm. where instead of delivering the final blow to John's face, he smashes the ring into the pillar, shattering the red kryptonite where now... The symbol on the chest is now dissipated and is no longer there. The final thing we see is the S. Yep, as it's going away, it makes an S right on the chest. I'm like, ooh, I like that little hint right there. Okay, so now I'm lost. Because we talked about this. Yes, We talked about this because the whole thing was when Clark's chest would burn, he took off the ring and then it would stop. But but the ring was never the cause of the burn to begin with. Exactly, and so he kept it on, and at this point... When he hesitated to punch John, he breaks the ring by punching the pillar or whatever. And immediately, John's powers go away. You see the light fade from him, but then you see the burn symbol actually go away. Like, you see just a normal chest on Clark now. So, what was the test, Joseph? I'm confused, man. Like, Can what? you just tell me? Like, I... if he took the ring off, then that means the burn symbol should have just immediately went away, no? Yeah. That's why whenever But why he... is it that he broke it? That means, oh, John did his job. Task is done. So my only confusion deal's over. Was the deal with Jarrell for him to put on the red kryptonite, and Jarrell just like manipulated him in order to do it? Because I don't understand how all of a sudden that was what controlled the scar. Yeah, dude, it doesn't make sense at all. Um, but anyways, yes, going yeah. back to now, just no, it doesn't make <laughs> sense. If you can explain it to us, ha- please do. Put it in the damn comments. Yeah, comments, tweet us or something. But yeah, Clark's came to now. He's not cow anymore. He's freaking out. He's sad about his dad because obviously John is worn out. Looks like life just left his body. So. Everyone say bye to Cal. We no longer have him. It's a very heartbreaking moment. Now we're going to be stuck with Jolly Gee Clark. Oh, my God. No, we're probably not going to see Cal or Red Kryptonite Clark for a while. Well, I think we we definitely get him next season. I think you're right about this season. Yeah. I don't think think we get him again. If we do, then I'll be shocked. I mean, the first two episodes having Cal, that's that's a lot after the jokes he was telling. I mean, he could have been telling better jokes. Because we actually got a lot of appearances, at least with Red Kryptonite. Last week, I mean, sorry, last season, we had uh, a whole Red episode when he first has it. And then they get it back for uh, the Parasite episode. And I think with season two, what it automatically... yeah. It just seemed like with season two, like what we talked about earlier, with it being a roller coaster so much, how it was such a hit and miss season. Mm -hmm. Season three seems to already have the consistent flow to it. Where now they're already setting us up with the season of Clark's going to have to do so much making up because how the hell does anybody come back from this with any of your friends? With anybody? I I mean, I guess his friends are the only one that knows because he only missed Summer. Nobody else at school gives a damn because nobody else cares. Yeah. I mean, who would care about Clark? So it's Chloe and Lana that he has to fix. Because Lex has been gone too, so he didn't even jeopardize that relationship either. Yeah, the whole assumption still is that Lex is dead, at least with, you know, not anyone as far as... Well, even Clark knows that he's dead too. Yeah, everyone just knows he's dead, or it's been reported there as the funeral and everything. And so, I think, um, 
don't know. Lex looks like absolute shit in this episode. Oh my god. I was like, man, somebody needs to give him some cream. Dude, yeah, just do something. It looks it. like no one did anything. Like, he, he took a shower and that was it. He looked like the guy who had, like, the boils on his face. Uh, Dusty Dingleman. Uh, That's who he looked like more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the acne scars. When Luther smiles, it takes me miles. Damn. You know, we get a good ditto song this episode. We know we got to play it later, bro. Well, obviously, the budget has gone up once again. Because even the effects of that fight scene blew me away. But let's get to Martha (laughs) crying and looking at a family portrait. Yep, looking at the family portrait that actually was the one that fell. um, In the barn. In the barn when Clark... keep it and frame it. (laughs) When Clark, like, basically ruined his cover in the barn. But now... We have Clark bringing in John to the house. He's back home. And Martha's just like, oh, Clark. And John's like, yeah, go talk to your mom, stupid yeah, idiot. Me, I'm going to go lay on the couch for like 24 hours. Yeah. Like, don't. Um, give me a beer. I'm going to put on the Sharks game. I recorded it. <laughs> and, of course, Clark is just like breaking down. I'm sorry, Mom, for the baby. Oh, we never blamed you, honey. That's a uh, lie. Yeah. John did. <laughs> John blamed him for the baby. That needs to be said. Martha just lied to Clark. Or Martha had no idea because she was in the hospital She bed. was unconscious. John was the one that did this. It's all John's fault. Everything is John's fault. What if John was in the hospital and said, son, we love you. We're going to get through this. You heard those voices in your yeah. head? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Instead of, I don't give a shit. <laughs> my pure blood's gone. That's true. Yeah. Could have had a full Kent boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Clark so had they, reasons to believe. <laughs> and so they get it interrupted because John lays on the couch, and he's just out of it. Whatever Jarrell did to him, I think wore him out is what Clark says. And, of course, Martha's like, Jarrell, what the hell? What'd you go do? The and, important thing is, is that Clark's back. Let's forget about and, that, yeah, Martha. So we still, we don't get that revealed still. We don't get the reveal of why or what the whole deal was, really. But um, after that, we cut to the mansion, or sorry, not the mansion, Luther Corp. Okay. Because we're now, it was because we were in the office of Lionel Luther. Joseph, why is he crying? Is he crying? Yes. That's what I'm so lost with in this scene. What is this? There are like tears coming out from Lionel as he's looking out the window that was shattered by John and Clark as if it was Lex that jumped out the window and that's how he died. I don't understand the sadness here yeah, from Lionel at all. this doesn't make sense. I totally didn't realize he's crying. Or is he crying because the vial was st- or the blood was stolen? And, oh, that has to be it, And bro. that's how devastated this man is. These are the real tears. Not for his son, for, for the, the blood. blood. <laughs> that would make perfect sense. It's for the Look blood, Look at bro. this. Joseph tears. Dude, he, yeah. Yeah, he's mad. He's mad. Sad, sorry. But yeah, so of course we get the reveal. Um, Lex over here drops the biblical reference. Yeah, Abraham was told to sacrifice his son as a test of faith. So it's like, oh, are we getting nods here that Lionel planned it? We still don't know, right? Yeah, he looks like the villain from Da Vinci Code. And him (laughs) quoting now the Abraham stuff, he might as well have the whip with the spikes on and start hitting himself in the back with it at this point. Oh, my God. That's what he looks like. That's true, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And, of course, Lex is just, like, pretty much just hysterical in a a sense. He's kind of just, you know, has his dad at gunpoint. And is just telling him, he's like, yeah, sorry, you know, your plan was ruined. (sighs) 
Yeah, but I'm here. I'm alive. And Lionel actually tries to act happy at first with Lex, thinking that this is going to be an emotional reunion. And instead, it's Lex then accusing Lionel of this in this scene mm -hmm. of being the one that set him up. Yeah. And that's why with Lex saying, I actually feel like myself more than ever. In reality, he really doesn't. Yeah, no. And then he's like, what the hell did you do with Helen? And of course, Lionel reveals, as we all know, Helen is living comfortably in your mansion. She's uh, she's alive. So why don't you go ask her? And that's what Lex didn't realize, even though Lewis was telling him the truth on the island, whether or not Lewis was real, who knows. Yeah. But he was still telling himself that Helen was actually lying. Mm -hmm. Him now getting this reveal from Lionel now shows him, oh no. So it was it was definitely like at least the darkest parts of his mind where it's like, oh, maybe she did set me up, you know? Like, I'm thinking of every possible outcome here. And now Lionel is then telling the story that she told of Lex then being the hero on the plane flight. One parachute only. Helen, you take it. Blah, blah, blah. Her saying, no, I'm not going to leave without you. Lex saying, no, just go pull it on three. You need to get out of here. I love you. This would never be something that Lex does. Yeah, um, I would see Lex is probably going to say, hey, see you later, Helen. I'm going to take the parachute. Or maybe even try some way where they just hold on to each other and they can still use the one shoot. All right, Helen, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah that's uh that's of course the story and we all knew that one because that's what was told and so lionel is baiting lex to really just go check out the real story go talk to helen and of course lex just lionel's wanting to show his dick and saying you know it's true lex you know i would never harm my own blood that's the only thing i want to get into lex says i would never murder my own blood Lex, or I'm sorry, Lionel, you have always played the game as long as you're the one that's not pulling the trigger. Lex can die and it's cool. You have set him up several times in this way in order to accidentally have something happen to him. Now all of a sudden you're like, I would never harm my blood. What do I get out of it? Your sick twisted game that you won in the end. Yeah. Like, that's what you would get. You would get the championship he, belt. He gets on the off top on this, bro. Rope. Yeah, he gets off on this, bro. Yes, exactly. The only thing he is happy about in this scene, oh my God, the game continues. <laughs> yes, he's back. I was going to get bored. I had search parties scouring half the world for you, Lex. Like, like, of course you... I'm going to confirm you're dead if I can't find you. What would I have to gain from your death? Looks like you picked the wrong half. I love that. Because <laughs> it still shows, did he really look? It's true. It because I mean, you you know where the plane was going. You have record of it. So it's like where where are we gonna go? Like check everywhere. But I but I also hate this too because with Lex still holding the gun to Lionel, Lionel's then saying, "Listen, Helen would have everything to gain in this. She would then become one of the richest women in the world." Isn't Helen a damn good doctor and researcher? Doesn't she? Okay. A she ain't the richest woman in the world, though. Is that really that big of a deal? I guess maybe if she's not having to work anymore, that could be the big deal with her. Because otherwise, I feel like she has what? She's probably making 500 k a year? She making good money? Yeah. She doesn't need Lex's money, which is why I don't like the Lionel excuse here. I don't believe Helen is still that gold Yeah, digger. and even Lex says, like, Helen never cared about the money. And Lionel is really just trying to... Lure oh, him. She did. Oh, but she did, Lex. Eh, ask her what happened to the vial with the blood sample after you returned it to her. Oh. Oh. Whoa. So we're getting spicy now. What's going on? What, what is that reveal? What the hell? Yeah, what was that, huh? 
What do you mean? How? Yeah, because they immediately cut to the next scene in the cave with Clark. And it's like, what, what was that? And, and it was pretty much revealing, though, how Lionel was able to get the vial of blood that belonged to Clark. Mm. He's insinuating it was hell. Yeah. I mean, that's, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And so, of course, we have here in the cave with Clark and John. Clark is questioning, of course, you know, why the hell would Jarrell even agree for this But when he wanted me to leave anyways? Like, I'm, I'm confused. This is where he's even asking John, what, what happened? What were you able to do? John is still not revealing exactly the deal that was made between them. He just says, Clark, I'm just happy that now you're you again. Clark is now... Getting into the mopiness once again, folks. Oh, where when I was when I was Cal, you know, I mean, it just felt like a huge weight lifted off of me. I don't know if I want to stay. Yeah, what is this? I don't know if I want to stay. What okay. are you gonna do, Junior, in high school? <laughs> you don't want to stay. What the hell are you gonna do? And because yeah, we've all seen you how you are with money, okay, Clark? Yeah, I mean, you go to Metropolis High. I just also think with John too. Listen. I just got done whooping the shit out of you to drag your ass home. You think that you're going to escape again? I'll make another deal with Jarrell, and I will drag your ass back here again. You are not escaping me, Clark. I know. He's like, you know, he's like, he's like holding his shoulders like, hey, man, no, you want to stay. You know, not everything's going to solve your problems, but we could do it together as a family, you know? And Clark is still, obviously, I'm not sure if it's that easy, pulls out from his back pocket the vial of blood that he stole from Lionel's safe and says that a guy named Morgan Edge hired me in order to steal this. John goes, Clark, put it back. Who the hell cares? I stole it from Lionel's office. This is the first time I've ever seen John not want to take the high road and be the nice guy like my father. Taylor, you always got to do the right thing. John instead says, open the fucking thing. I want to see what's yeah, inside of like, this. Yeah, he's like, oh. Because they already know how Lionel is. Oh, it better not be another watch. I swear to God, if he's going to give my wife another watch. It kind of even looks like it a looks jewelry like case. A, it looks like a jewelry case because it definitely does, it looks different from I think the original thing they had it. In. It has ML on the case. <laughs> what if it was just like a secret affair, like yeah. like secretly got married somehow oh, within, wow. like what if it was the night that he goes and gets Clark? Oh my! Like let's go do it. He's out of the house. He'll be gone for a while. Lionel, you know that he's gone, right? Of course, I have cameras everywhere. <laughs> he's in my building now. He's scoping out your house this whole time. <laughs> he's like the guy from Nope who was like watching the surveillance that he hooked up yeah. the whole time. And then he starts making phone calls. <laughs> How do you know this? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, so John opens it, and of course, it ends up being the blood. Yeah, and it's still not... It's the blood vial. It's still not labeled yes. specifically Clark Kent or whatever type of hint at all. So, but they all know this is Clark's blood, you know? Well, they, and how do they test it? That's what I actually I like do. This I a did lot. like this. This is actually a very cool test. And so by Clark them. is like, that's my blood, isn't it? And so John's like, yeah. Well, we got to figure it out. Probably, maybe. So we go and figure it out. He gets kryptonite, puts the vial up against it at the barn, and the blood, what is the blood even? Is it bubbling or is it turning different like normal blood i thought it was in a way it looked kind of like it was evaporating inside of it too like obviously it was doing something like boiling it what happened it looked like literally normal thick red dark red blood but then when the rock is touching it it looks like it boils but goes yes. to a different form like almost more thin blood and lighter blood 
Yeah, so what the hell is happening to that blood? Like, what happens to his body then? I'll put it to you this way. <laughs> he probably shouldn't have kryptonite inside of his body. I don't think that's going to end up to... Uh, that's crazy because well that's directly all. the blood. You know, you obviously have a whole system protecting that. And it's like, wow. So that's really what's happening in the blood. And then Clark even asks, so why would Lionel even want my blood? John then grabs the vial and then John tosses does. it into the barn wall and says, who gives a shit now? <laughs> I love that. Because, my God, why didn't we do that sooner? Well, because Helen had it. And remember, he thought that Helen destroyed the vial well, when he even they, asked they were, her. They never, well, he only knew about it being stolen. Well, no, but remember when he said, why would you still have that? Well, that's true. That's I true. thought He's it was like, in case he would you? get sick. It's like, oh, that's a cool excuse. Um, I guess. Turns out Helen did not keep that in order to help in case Clark became yeah, sick. Um, Instead, Cla she used it to sell it and then became the backstabbing person. She it, became a backstabber of the Kents, bro. Like She became a different person after the episode she was assaulted. That's all I'm saying. Something that's, at least that's the villain origin story. That's, yes. Where something just snapped, a light switch, whether it went up or down, you decide. But something changed I think, after that. I think something happening, and then with the office, and then revealing it was Lex, boom. That snapped it right there, dude. Yeah. Because when she came back, it was weird. It was so weird, yes. She's like, I still love you. And now I'm even wondering how she's going to be able to play this off. Because we're obviously going to have some Lionel versus Helen. I'm wondering who's going to win. Who's the real champion of chess? They both suck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so, of course, now John is like, stop worrying about this stuff. You need to worry about the people closer to home. And, of course, Clark's high ass is like, damn it. I got to talk to Chloe and Lana. Oh, no. No. I, I forgot about them. Oh, no. <laughs> Do they still live in the same house? It's been three months. <laughs> you never know. Oh, please tell me no. Oh, uh, don't you love this scene, though? Yeah, let's go to now uh, Lionel and Morgan Edge hanging Morgan out. Morgan Edge is obviously now... An acquaintance. Well, they're old Lionel. college buddies, apparently. They used yep. to always hang out, and they used to always make suicides. Drinks. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Suicide, suicide drinks. And of course, he's like, I love how his reaction is like, what the hell is this? He's like, suicides, he's like, bro. Yeah. Oh, bro, you don't remember this? Eh, some things never change. Well, actually, some things do change. Hmm? What? Well, what do you mean? Lionel then pretty much accuses Morgan Edge right now of having a contact that was able to then get inside of Lionel's safe and steal that vial. Right, right. So Lionel automatically knows that it is Morgan Edge because he was shown bribing Helen for information because he didn't have the vial. So he only been able to bribe her for information, right? It had to have been. And, Saying, and uh, unless Helen had the blood at the time, but it's like... But she sold it to Lionel. Yeah. That's the only, I don't know. Was it a bidding war that and she had? Did she turn it into an auction between the two guys putting them against each other? At this point, I would not put that past talent. At that point, yeah. But no, I think it was probably the information. Because that's kind of what I thought. It's like, oh, you... But you my other confusion, why would he contact Helen? Just because she's the daughter-in-law? He would think that she has something automatically? It's like, that's a pretty, like, roll of... Pretty good yeah, roll and, of the dice. Yeah, and when did that happen? Yeah. Was that... I don't know, man. It's so weird. It was was a that weird like during, like them. before the jet thing, or was it? Yes. Was it during the three months? I, I would imagine it was during the three months. If we're saying that she sold the information to him, 
but I wouldn't think she. I would mean, need... I kind of get Morgan's approach. Like, why not just? She wouldn't need money not... at that point either, though. So I don't know what she gets out of this. Dude, I don't know. And just so you know, we have Rudger Howard coming back as Morgan Edge. He's the established crime boss in Metropolis, and um, in the comics of Inner Gang, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's actually a DC Comics character, and I really hate how intimate this conversation is. Well, it's pretty. Why much... is he in his face like that? Well, it's now going back between Lionel and Morgan. Since they are old college buddies, I guess that means you can talk pretty much a foot away from your face. And they're now saying, oh, well, you better not threaten me. Because you know what happens. I'm the one that has the evidence, Morgan. And Morgan then is taken back by it and then says, you know what? You got me. Because Lionel is then saying murder never runs out. I'm going to be able to pin this on you. Mm -hmm. You're never going to be able to get away with this. So, Morgan, you're going to play by my rules. And you're going to give me my vial back, you son of a bitch. Yeah, what you stole from my office, you're going to get it back to me. And he's like, you have 24 hours. Morgan, I thought would have been a better crime boss. He... He's a pushover, dude. Yeah, he kind of just cowards to Lionel, which I was not expecting. The moment you were to say, oh, the statute of limitations don't run out on murder. I know all of your secrets. Who cares? I know all of your secrets. <laughs> statute of limitations doesn't run out on your ass either, Lionel. Yeah. Like, how many things could they probably accuse each other of? Then it just turns into who has the better lawyer. Who did it? Who, huh? Yeah? You out of jail? I've done that three times. I'm wondering if maybe Helen went to Morgan in order to be able to distract Lionel. It was to get Lionel off of her back because all Lionel would be doing is snooping around the mansion, which we saw last episode of him hanging out in the library. So she goes, okay, you old ass. That's not bad. I'm going to go up to this dude who I know you know because I got my own contacts now that I got money, and I'm going to get him to go up against you. I'm going to have this little battle. Does she technically have the money? I would imagine that. I'll put I mean, this she way. was shopping a lot, but then again, that could just be her doctor money. Yeah, but she has access to all the cards and all the accounts at this point. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's not like... I mean, she does live in the mansion, but I don't know. It wasn't like it was blocked or anything, and they probably had to sign the marriage certificate before they even had the, the marriage in the beginning True. when it comes to the wedding. So... I'm going to say she has access to the accounts. She's going on shopping sprees. Nobody cares because, again, even if you probably spend a million dollars, it's not. What is that? To Luther's. Bro, that's like 20 bucks. They found that in their couch. <laughs> we, uh, we come to the Talon on this nice scene when Lana is putting up her muffins, sees through the glass con window. Clark Kent just walked in. Oh, my God. And he just comes in and says... Can I, just, can I just say this? Strike, Hi. Strike one. Strike one is you did this in a public place. You're a piece of shit, Clark. Strike two is you just say hi. You just say hi. After all this time of waiting three months. Oh, by the way, she went and saw you. You pulled the douchebag club guy again on her. Like you just saw her like last, like a couple days ago. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, the first thing, I'm sorry. You should be bringing her flowers now. We should be at like a house. Uh, you ever see? Uh, we should have we should have met up. You know when she's not on the clock. You ever see Sweet Home Alabama, where the I guy have. he buys her a flower. She wakes up and it's roses all around her apartment, and he goes, "I bought you a flower for every time I thought about you last night." That's exactly what Clark should be doing. He should have just filled her entire like her room at Chloe's house, which would have been a great burn as well. Oh man, just fill up. He should have done it in Chloe's room. <laughs> 
Wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like she shows what up. A what if? She shows up and he's like, Clark, what are you doing in Chloe's room? What? what? He's high as shit. It's like bloodshot eyes. Who knows? Season three, Clark could be on the sober train. Honestly, he's kind. Of, he look. He's acting pretty sober right now. Lana is immediately like Clark. Is that I all mean, you have to say to me? Is high? That's what you're gonna say to me? She is huffing and puffing. If I'm Clark, I she's turned around. Yes. Yeah, she's turned around right now at, at, with Clark at the counter. And of course, Clark now says, "I'm sorry, I for everything I did in Metropolis and here, and like I really messed it up." And Lana's just like, "I keep telling myself that you know it wasn't you, but then I think about all the times where um you're a freak, <laughs> and I don't know who you really are." Because thank you, Lana. I was thinking the same shit. Yeah, you actually used your logic for once. And thought back, hey, this kind of makes sense and adds up. Clark is kind of a weird piece of shit. Okay. Clark needs to do what I said last episode. I was on meth. I was Dude, going he, through yeah, drugs. If he, if, if, if he put the drug story out there, bro. He's immediately then giving himself a, an excuse. That's an out right there. You saying you just won't understand. This is not good excuses that he has lined up here. And instead, he even mentions to her, I know you need an explanation. But she doesn't. She actually says, no, I don't. And this you is why me. Lana right now is too good for him. Mm -hmm. You warned me there were things I wouldn't understand, and I guess I just didn't want to believe it. So you proved that right to me pretty much. And uh, yeah, I don't want to expect an explanation. And he says, well, I was protecting you. Lana just wants to know from what. That's the part she's not able to figure out because the only thing that keeps hurting her happens to be Clark. Clark is then looking down going, damn it, she's right again. Why did I come here? He should not. He regrets pretty much every sentence he's been doing. So. And this is what I hate about Lana. It's because in everything that you said before you left to me, Clark, I just, I thought it was so real. Did, did you, you even miss me? Yeah. And of That course. hurts me, dude. <laughs> that when she said that line and she turns, I go, Okay, she's not even mad, man. She's like heartbroken. This is heartbreak, bro. You should be feeling like a dick. Yeah. Clark I, is the worst boyfriend ever. Yeah, for, by the way, for it like, took him 48 hours as a boyfriend? Right? Yeah, I think so. It's it like 40. two, 48 hours. Like, man, oh, life's good, huh? <laughs> Fast forward three months. Just came back from meth. But, so, of course, he's saying, I thought about you every second I was there, but I can't keep doing this to you. And, of course, she just says, then don't. That's all he has to do is to stop. Or all he has to do is to tell her something. Why can't he give her little things? I, I mean, know, she dude. has seen things. She has seen little things. Why can't you give her a little something? Be like, so I can't explain it, but whenever I'm around this rock, it makes me weird. I, I, that's all I'm saying. Let me ask you Maybe right now, too you much. being as Clark, because me now, even when I first watched the show, you know, as a kid, would you not just tell her? I uh, no, no, I would tell her. That's what I mean. I don't know if I would full on tell her everything. But I would tell her something that reveals I have some truth. I would, yes. I would just say maybe I have abilities. Yes. Like, I, would, I don't know how. I'm revealing well, the truth. I, I would reveal some. She is owed a fucking truth, Joseph. She deserves a, a little <laughs> bit there. So I'd rather just tell her, hey, I have abilities. So that's probably why I'm acting weird. But He says, Lana, I don't even know what to say. And she's just now completely crushed. 
And yeah, she's pretty much getting teary eyed and choking up. And she's like, well, when you decide, then let me know. He now is just looking as she is walking through the back door. And now she is just bawling her eyes out. Because all she wants She's him like sick to her stomachs type sad right now. All she wants him to do is just to say that he still loves her. And that he wants to still be with her. And she would accept him back in probably 10 seconds or less. Dude, she would get off the clock right now. She, yes. She I say, hey, cover for me. I'm about to go blow my mans. What? Mm-hmm. No. No, we're about to go make out under the apple tree. No. We don't we, do anything. We got to advance it, dude. Okay, being gone for three months, there would be some type of advance. But nothing with mouth, only hands. Let's okay. get to the next scene. Cool. <laughs> now we have Helen, who actually is dressing normal and back to normal, it seems like. And so well, she's, she's coming here. home from a night out. Yeah, and I love this. Lex is just standing there in the corner at the wall, and she has no idea he's behind her. And he's like, home sweet home. And, of course, Helen's like, Lex, oh, my God, thank God. And, of course... You can tell Lex is not buying it, but he's not revealing anything, um, like, as far as, like... Hold on. This threw me... Did you believe it? Because... Dude! It, like, I didn't know what to believe. I don't I'm get it, because like, Helen's reaction seems so genuine. genuine. Like, it's like, Lex, By the way, the fuck? it wasn't a hesitation of, oh, no, you're back. It wasn't a hesitation of, you're alive. Oh, my God, I love you. Like, oh, thank God. Like... like what? I don't know who to believe in this game of clues. And then Lex is like, he seems to be the only one on my side lately. Yeah, I've been thanking him too. So, of course, sounds like, but the rescue is called off. How? And, of course, we've confirmed small fishing boats spotted Lex uh, yes. at the fire on the island. So that's what happened there. And, of course, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm glad, you know, you still made me to seem to be the hero in this situation. So well, that was, that was nice. He says it in a way of to throw it in her face like, so you lied. Why did you lie? Yeah. And this is where Helen explains her story, yeah. dude. She's like, I'm so sorry, Lex. I shouldn't have lied to everyone. And still, still seems genuine. <laughs> still. I just couldn't face what really happened up there. And then we go flashback. Helen's awake. She saw the pilot parachuting from the plane by himself. Um, And by the way, her excuse of even saying, I only had a sip of the champagne. You had a whole glass. So if it was something like we that, must have been drugged or something. Exactly. And hers wavered off quicker because she didn't have as much as Lex. Mm-hmm. I'm also, after you explain the scene, going to ask you what you would have chosen. Okay. <laughs> and so she, it shows her trying to wake up Lex. He's out of it. The plane is going crazy. No one's obviously piloting it. And she goes, of course, the plane was going down. I panicked to grab the parachute. There was only one. You always think that you're going to be brave in a situation like that. But... You know, when it really happens, I'm going to just say, deuces, I hate you. Survival instincts kicked in. You basically just said, yeah, I panicked so much, you didn't matter anymore. It was all about me. Survival of the fittest. That's I mean, what Lex then comments to her. Hold on, I guess before you we really get into are that, Luther now. Before we get into that, Joseph, what would you do? Which story would I choose? No, no. What would you do if you were Helen in that situation? You're going to do the same, or are you going to try to wake up somebody that's completely passed out when you see the pilot jump out? You're going to try to land the plane? <laughs> I would probably try to pilot the plane. Maybe. Really? Is yeah, I would try to pilot the plane. At okay. least keep it in the air. All right. If Lex was in this situation, would he have tried to pilot the plane? You know, I think he would, because I think he genuinely loves Hen- Helen, bro. Okay. Because he, he seems distraught even just the idea of her betraying him like that. Final question. Do you believe her story? 
Uh, honestly, I kind of do because I do. Why admit? Oh yeah, I was a piece of shit. I just left you. Yeah, no, no. She completely. We could admit- still. We could still lie here we, and that seems like it could be a genuine truth right she there. could genuinely have just said hey uh i just woke up and i was just saved and you were gone i guess i was drugged like she could have made up something that just made her look bad or just not even make her seem like she was a horrible person in the situation mm-hmm. she full goes yeah i left sorry but my survival instincts kicked in. And now you see why I had I lied to everyone pretty much, you know? <laughs> yeah, because then I would look like a dick. Lex then does a little circling around. It's because he says to Kami, you know, you are really a Luther then, huh? With your survival instincts kicked in, blah, blah, blah. You and, don't believe me. Oh, well, you know, I got told that you took that vial of blood to my father and sold it to him. It's like, if he said he wouldn't leave us alone if I didn't give it to him, he's playing against us or playing us against each other. Well, we seem to do a good job of that on our own. And of course she's like, well, if you don't want to be married, then I'll get out of your life. Um, this is why I also believe her. She blatantly says, if you want this marriage uh, annulled, okay, and I'll just get out of your life completely. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Sorry, I, by the way, I just want to let you know, like, I truly do love you. He's like, what? What? Helen, are you being honest? Like, Lex doesn't even know. Yeah, she's like, for what it's worth, you know, I do actually love you. And he just, she walks out. She walks out, and Lex is left there now thinking, Who God looks like damn shit. it, Dad. My God, he looks so bad. His nose looks disgusting. Yeah, Neosporin this. Dude, That's all I want them to put do. Put a bandage or something over it, bro. Yeah, you have probably, like, makeup people in your mansion. Not <laughs> even you, like, just do something, man. Come on. And so we get out of there, and we get right back to the uh, the Kent Farm <laughs> foreclosure auction because we had the Smallville movers coming in. Oh, sorry, we got the truck coming because Clark's driving it, but he and, sees a car parked at the barn. And remember, they are having to sell the barn because, according to Sojourn, it is because the insurance company is not able to cover them for all of their accidents. That's true. Yeah. John. I also thought many. this was Lex in the car. As Clark is pulling up with the movie man, I thought this was Lex in the black car. Well, he wouldn't stay in the car, though. Uh, he may if he was, you know, crippled and looking ugly like that. That's true. But um, it's Morgan Edge. Yes. Morgan Edge is in there. And, he, of course, that obviously shows he knows who Clark is. Found him somehow. And, uh, and that's what Clark even asked. He goes, how'd you even find me? Okay. Obviously, Clark, he's keeping tabs on you if he even knew where you lived in Metropolis. He's yeah. going to do his research. The guy knows. Um, hey, did you miss Cal? Because he's about to make an appearance. Clark then sees Morgan Edge like, calling on his phone. And yeah, because he's going to call the cops. Clark then starts screaming at him. I don't think you heard me, man. Grabs the car door. Rips, rips it, it off. off. Grabs Morgan Edge. Lifts him out of the car. The driver gets out, points the gun at Clark's head as he has Morgan pinned, thinking that's going to do something. Morgan tells his guy, lower the gun. It's okay. And now... Take your sorry ass back to Metropolis. I don't ever want to see you here again. Don't come back. And he has like that smirk. He has the cow look on right now. Almost So like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. Were we wearing the ring the whole time well, in those three months? Was that really cow or was this a little bit of Clark? But you kind of see it here. He's definitely keeping up the facade here. Like, Yeah, he, but he's even scared he, a little bit. But as soon as he, they drive away, he the act's over. And he's like, shit. Oh, he found, like, he's thinking about, damn it, he found me. 
What's going to happen now? See, I actually thought of it more of, I thought a little bit of Cal did slip out, and he was scared that that's what he was becoming. Oh. And that that's, like, it was easy for him to make that switch. You know, I kind of like that. And I actually that's like why, that a lot. And that's why he was just bothered by it more than anything, because it was easy for Clark to immediately make that reaction as if he knew that was going to be able to work. But once again, he's never dealt with the crime lord like Morgan Edge in order for somebody that actually has. Because what Clark doesn't get, and you would think that he would, especially Cal, Lionel is never going to stop whenever he like finds something. He's, he'll just keep doing it until he's dead, even if somebody threatens him. Yeah. Clark doesn't think those people exist still. So with Morgan Edge, where they have that similarity, Lionel and Morgan... It's like Clark doesn't pick up on these things and these guys because no matter what, he just thinks he's invincible as if he's a junior in high school. 16-year-old dude. Dude, 16-year-old punk ass. Take your sorry ass back to Metropolis, bitch. And I can honestly say I'm glad John was able to whoop some ass. It just wasn't enough. It really wasn't, bro. Yeah, and... That's why I hate that he was the one that was pinned. I really wish he would have grabbed that kryptonite rock. Really showed him what was up. Give me the yeah, belt, Yeah, because it's Martha. not going to make John weak. So Exactly. He wouldn't have done anything. Oh, let's get to Smallville High. Yeah, baby. There we Woo! go to the torch. We got nine years of the torch. Oh, my God. And now we have Clark walking in and Clarice Chloe's just like kind of far from your new hood, huh, Clark? She's already cracking jokes, man. It's like we're back to normal. Yes, she is now talking about how she is thin. Why are you even here? Why are you wanting to talk to me? The last time that we actually had a conversation, you threw me out of your apartment and manhandled me, grabbed me by my arms. I have bruises, by the way. Dude. Thanks a lot. And I love her comment here because Clark says, hey, I just wanted to come by and say thank you. And she's like, oh, it's one of those days. You know, usually um, it's like either you come in here for an apology or um, to throw an accusation. So, and Clark even goes, you know, you still stood by me. You knew where I was the whole time well, and didn't tell anyone. He is complimenting her for being a good friend. Yeah, and even she says, like, yeah, well, that's what good friends are for, Clark. So, and it just shows, yeah, she's never going to go and turn on this guy, man. She um, she um, loves him too much. Um, Joseph, let's talk about this. All Chloe really needed to say was, yeah, you threatened to kill me. So, obviously, I wasn't going to go and tell anybody where you were, because you said if I did, then something horrible would happen. Yeah, you said you'd run away even further, so, um... <laughs> but yeah, right. no, it's because we're good friends. <laughs> and so, of course, uh, have you talked to Lana? And, of course, he's like, yeah. And Chloe is now, yes, being such a great friend when okay, it comes... yeah, she's doing a lot better right now. See? She is now turning a new corner here. I hope I hate her more this Nope, season. with season But no, we three. did talk about this. We even talked about it with the brothers. They, she does get better. She gets no, better. no, no, no. I already knew she would be better. No, no, okay? no, no. You did. I've already established that Chloe is going to get better for me because she is my girl, and she knows that eventually Clark is just going to be that farm guy who's just going to be like John. We don't want that in our lives. <laughs> so with Chloe, she is now telling Clark, which I love, not only have you talked to Lana and Clark just saying, no, it's not going to work. You've been Lana lusting for like two years. Yeah, and that's you all you're going to do? You guys have finally gotten together, and you're now just going to give up this easy. Like, I'm so confused. Clark... 
you've been throwing it in my face with you and Lana, and now all of a sudden, no? Yeah. And I- it's like, basically calling him a little bitch, you know, in a way. Like, hey, grow up. Do it again. And now Chloe realizes, though, because he is not going to be wanting Lana back, oh. It's You're not going to stay, are you? Clark, why? Dude. You can't just keep running away. We all do things we regret. Where would he go? You should probably face your demons and stop being a bitch. (laughs) How about that? Yep, and really, Be a man, Clark! It's like, my God, you're... It's funny hearing it from Chloe over here, and she's just telling a 16-year-old child, hey, why don't you just grow up? You know what would have been great if that Chloe then told Clark, you know what, you're no better than my mother. Oh, dude, you want to talk about a burn? Something that would send some heat? It's like, imagine being like my mom. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I hate her. And look what she did. You want to do that? Hey, you want an emotional reunion between two BFFs? (laughs) This is nice. (laughs) This is a nice moment. Dude, it's his bro, man. Oh, my God. Clark is moving, putting stuff in the truck. And, of course, Lex shows up to to the farm. And Clark's just like, in disbelief, Lex? Oh, my God. Three months on a deserted island? And it's totally worth seeing the expression on your face right now, Clark. Kiss me. Dude. This was kind of, yeah, this is kind of too, too no. close. But no, they hug it out, man. They're really happy to see each other. He's like, oh, Lex, thought you were dead. Well, apparently fate has bigger plans for me. And that then Dr. Does. Fate comes out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Nobu. <laughs> no. But yeah, so we have, uh, of course, Lex. them discussing... What are they discussing here? L- Lionel? Well, no, it was Lex just saying, hey, uh, you know, I heard about the farm. Is there anything that I can do? Mm. And Clark you know my dad said, is, yeah, man. You know how my dad goes. He hates you. <laughs> <laughs> he won't accept handouts. But yeah. So. so Lex, tell me what happened. Something I didn't know that I was capable of. I was able to face my enemy in the face. And I was able to master the evil become one with myself he pretty much just feels like that he had some type of awakening to this or i was just hallucinating off the malaria but the enemy that he found was real i got a good look at myself so it was like what his darkness or at least the part i've always tried to ignore Mm -hmm. clark this is very resemblance i mean this is exactly what he was going through you know what lex sometimes we have to face our dark side sooner or later Mm-hmm. The problem is, Cladell Clark, if you stare at it long enough, it can get hard to tell the two sides apart. Okay, Harvey Dent. Um, And that's exactly what Clark has felt, though, with that last scene now with Morgan. That's what I thought the tie-in was. Of, like I said, with him being disappointed that he was able to react that way, I thought it was Lex then also hinting at that, being like, yeah, you sometimes you can't tell the two apart. You just become that, which is what I thought was connecting with this overall episode. <laughs> Oh, by the way, did you know that Pete now is back on the ideas for the talent? <laughs> did you know that? Free pickup line. Look, look, look what's back, dude. <laughs> Sonnet Saturdays, free pickup line with purchase. That was his idea, that wasn't was it? That was his idea, I swear to God. It's unbelievable. <laughs> all right, so let's get to some awkward high school drama, which I love. Yeah, because- Chloe walks in all just normal. Hey, Lana. 
And okay, you can't keep avoiding me, you dick. Um, I wasn't avoiding you. I had things to do. You had things to do at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, and of course, she just gets so frustrated. I already just... Okay, enough with the little pretenses here. You lied to me about Clark. You lied so, to me. Yeah. Uh, I kind of hate you right now. Oh. And of course, Chloe's just like something we have in common then. No, Chloe, oh, see? no! See, it's little see? things no. like this, dude. No, see, I wasn't going to be able to defend this. This was the one scene I knew I was going to have to bite my tongue because, yes, she... And she says it with just no remorse. I it's know. like It's like pure attitude. And She's she, like, you lied to me about Clark, Chloe. So that's why I'm mad. Yeah, well, I Joseph, guess that's something we have in common. Though. Joseph, this is what I promised. It's a new school year. That was last year. That was like, last that year. Like, that was last year. Didn't we what? settle this and say we were having dinner that night? Oh, hey, by the way, another comic back, Sojourn, is telling us that they talked about this the moment Clark left. Mm -hmm. We can't keep bringing this up. We can't keep doing this, Chloe. We're going to have to get this over with. But Lana does throw that back in her face. It's Listen, like, dude, I've apologized like a hundred times. Like, get over it. It's like, well, no, you're right. I'm over it. Let me just say sorry, and that's it. Chloe, this, this is, is bigger than me. This is much bigger than you and your stupid-ass crush. It's true. This is you not telling anybody where Everyone was. Everyone was worrying. Okay. Well, of course, it's can just I, back again. The more I pressure I put on him, the more he pulled away. I couldn't do that. Can I just go back to this? He threatened to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. Why? I know, in the back of her head, it's like, God, no one knows. This man was about to literally punch a hole in my chest. Yeah, so, and Chloe even mentions that, though, saying, whenever I went there to see him, he, he was acted just crazy. Like, it was like a whole different person, and Lana finishes Lana that Lana finishes sentence. that for her, so they both then see eye to eye on this. Clark just has more issues than Rolling Stone. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> God, love that uh, that journalistic sarcasm and phrases and whatever you want to call Chloe it. Chloe then saying, listen, I know what I did was wrong. I'm just really sorry, but I'm going to be honest. It, it just felt really good finally being back to the person that Clark was able to confine something in. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. It wasn't even confiding. You just found him, and then he said, don't tell anyone. I, I hated that Chloe said this. However... Lana then makes the comment back to her, you know what, Clark has been always more comfortable with you, where usually it would be some roll of the eyes, but it wasn't. Chloe then says, yeah, but it's because he's not in love with me. I love that. That is her having realized it. That is her not bringing up old past things. That's not even her even getting emotional. That was a great response from Miss Chloe And it also Sullivan. even helps Clark out a bit. Because... It's like it Lana's does. like it does. That's a good point. Oh, he does love me. It does. It it for sure does because Lana does need to hear it because for some reason Clark doesn't want to tell it to her. Clark's a little bitch, dude. Little bitch. Little bitch, man. Let's get back to Lex though. Oh yeah. Ooh, we go back to the mansion. All right, you and gotta explain this scene. Yeah, and so Helen's packing up. Oh no, that wasn't too. That wasn't slow. I thought it's a lot quicker than that. So. Well, I've had more than enough space, Helen. You don't have to give me space. You know, the last three months, I had a lot of space. So I thought we could maybe give the honeymoon a second try. So it's like, oh. Um, okay, okay. Wait, what? what? Even Helen catches on, like, um, Lex, I mean, like, because it's clearly, like, I'm obviously all about this, but it's like, you don't let things go, Lex, and I, I know you. Okay. And that's true, because I am not convinced with Lex here. Joseph. If you just had a plane crash and you were going on a honeymoon and that's when it occurred, right? would you then say, I want to go on another vacation on another plane ride? 
after just getting back? Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Um, that's what if I'm Helen. No, I'm not going anywhere with you. I don't believe you because <laughs> that would be weird. That is such a big red flag, and that's all Lex is then explaining to her, saying, "Listen." We understand each other. We need to be together forever. We're such similar creatures. In a twisted way, everything that we've done each to each other, that's why we're perfect. So this is like another Lionel game. What is going on? Yeah, um, is this the darker part he was talking <laughs> about? Like, he gets it. He's like, you know, on that island, I finally understood why Lionel likes these games. I'm going to play my own. Oh, but you know, Lex, your father will still never leave us alone. So what are we going to do about him, lover? Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Lex is like, don't worry. I have a feeling he won't be interfering in our lives anymore. Um, what does that mean? What does I thought immediately saying in my notes, okay, Lex has now tried to set up his father for death here. So I don't know if he's going to set up Lionel for a plane flight. Or... Yeah, it's like, bon voyage, papa. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I was so confused by that scene overall. I thought <laughs> something else was going to happen, but never that. No, hey, no, but we go back to the farm now. Let's go back to the Clark Barn. Clark Barn, he walks in trying to get his mom and dad, but of course Morgan Edge is actually there. That's He's an uninvited guest. <laughs> uninvited, wow, <laughs> unannounced, dude. We haven't had one of those in a while. I mean, Lex was unannounced earlier. Yeah, but that doesn't really count because he wasn't in the barn. I like that the unannounced are only in the barn. <laughs> hey, Clark. I mean, the damn thing's open all the time. It probably would be the easiest spot to get in. But yeah, so Morgan Edge is holding the parents hostage here. And he says, oh, what, Clark? I just wanted to be able to meet your parents here. They seem like nice people. Mm. Morgan Edge has Jonathan, Martha, and he says, Clark, I know you're fast, but there's no way you're able to save them both. So if but if we've seen how fast Clark I was is, gonna uh, put that, I put that in my notes. And he would gonna... <laughs> definitely be fast enough. I'm pretty sure. Remember. But then again, I will say the gun, they literally have it to the throat. Like, I don't think he's that quick. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, hey, but what happens if you have laser vision where you can then just burn somebody's hand and then punch somebody? Then you can do it pretty quickly, huh? Do some Homelander thing, man. Just laser beam, boom, arm cut off. That's all you would need to do. That's all you need to do. It would take him two seconds. Or just the head. Yeah, by the way, both parents would be saved. <laughs> just don't so, go out there. Yeah, he's like, and of course, Clark is just trying to put up the, the case here of like, I don't know, I don't have what you're looking for. And Morgan Edge is looking for he's the looking vial. Because he's looking for the blood. vial. Because obviously, what Lionel told him. Blackmail, pretty much. Then John <laughs> just said one thing, and the guy decides to just pistol whip his ass. And he's looking at everyone's like, fine. Well... Let me go get you. But of course, the vial's gone. So what does Clark do? Clark decides to be the biggest idiot I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. Because let's also say this. Morgan doesn't know what's in the vial or the package or what Clark stole from the safe. Yeah, he doesn't even, yeah, he doesn't know what Lionel wanted. You know, what the hell the vial was. And so him seeing Clark pulls out a meteor rock. Actually, sorry, he pulls out a mason jar a little bit before he pulls out a mason jar hey has it lined up he's like we're gonna go catch fireflies you know i completely forgot he yeah <laughs> this is what he wanted this is what i found in his office fireflies let me tell you about smallville's fireflies <laughs> when you shake them they line up <laughs> <laughs> so 
he pulls out the mason jar, oh, and you're, immediately I forgot he did this. So I'm like, what the hell is he about to do? And so he pulls out a lead case, and I was like, okay, I'm still confused. I was so confused. I go, what is he doing what is, right what now? What is happening right now? And of course he opens it. Duh, it's the meteor. It's a green meteor rock, so kryptonite. And then Clark is like rolling up his sleeves, and he's like prepping to grab it. Oh, but we can stand up and still grab the rock right Boom. now. Boom, I was gonna yes. I thought let's, we topple over. Let's make sure that we put that in the notes, everybody, that Clark is able to lift up this rock. He's making direct contact. Yeah, he's struggling a little bit, but he's lifting it up and he's able to hold and it. And not for only a good is solid. he doing that and still standing up, he's cutting his arm. He's slitting his arm. And of course Morgan Edge is literally looking at him like what is happening? Morgan, here? like, what the Morgan hell? Morgan legit, you... like, is looking at Clark, like, uh, what? And he's just seeing him pour blood into the mason jar out of his arm. And it's like, dude, why are you doing this? Is this what Lionel wanted? I don't know if he wants that. And of course, Clark finally topples over. So obviously, I mean, it hurts him, but damn, where, where is this endurance? It's so selective. That doesn't seem sterile. Not at all. <laughs> he's just like... And of course, Morgan puts the he grabs the jar, and he looks at Clark, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" He's like, "This <laughs> better be what he's looking for." Yeah, and Clark's like, "That's what he wants." <laughs> all right. That's what he wants. He's like, "Okay." Kind of gross. <laughs> all right, let's he's go. Like, he's like sniffing it. <laughs> oh God. What's so cool about this blood? It's not like any blood I've tasted before. <laughs> But yeah, it's such a that's such a funny scene to me because hey, you know, Morgan Edge's reaction just is truly just so hilarious. You know what's great is showing a bad guy your weakness. Yeah, you, you um, like doing that too in order for somebody to then use that as an advantage. Because why wouldn't they, Joseph? It was already a huge deal with that little vial of blood, dude, and that was just getting tossed around everywhere. And now Clark is willingly giving up his blood. Did it himself and said, "This is more than actually what he had." So, here you go. He doubled it. He filled up like a fourth of the jar. Man's bleeding now, bro. No wonder he passed out. That yeah. wasn't even from the green. It wasn't even from the kryptonite. It's just because he's bleeding out so much. Yeah, he really needs to. He get pulled that a Hannah Baker. At. He pulled a Hannah Baker right in front of Morgan Edge, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. No one needs to watch yeah, that scene. Yeah, do wait, not look up if, that scene. I hope you know the reference, but we'll just say 13 Reasons Why, man. No, do not watch that. Yo, that was, yo, Clark gave him his 13 Reasons, dude. Yeah, he did, because now, let's keep in mind as well, Morgan now has left in order to go and He's going to go give it to Lionel, Lionel, yeah. The goons are still there with the parents. So, with the goons being there with the parents and Clark doing this, Clark didn't really do anything. Like, now he knows that he gets it from the source, Clark, and he knows that it's you. Yeah, the dude, the fact that labeled. he already knows you from Metropolis, like, and he found out your name, your family, like, dude, I would have been very worried whenever he pulled up the first time at the farm. Yeah, and I like what I said. Instead of just doing the whole grabbing the car door and threatening that way, Joseph, you cut off the driver's arm, leg, ear, somebody part. And then you say, you don't ever come back to my farm again. You do something. Bro, I'm snapping hands, fingers. Yes. Breaking someone's legs. Yes, let's pull a Denzel Washington <laughs> and man on fire. 
I'm gonna cut your fingers off. Uno, my uno. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I want from Cal. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we need that. And so now we go to the port, which, uh, fun fact. Yeah, can you explain it? Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, there's a seaport here. Um, but uh, as you know, we are in Kansas. <laughs> Kansas is a landlocked state, so there are technically no ports. Have you seen their pond, though? Yo, it's a massive <laughs> pond. You need you need a whole pier type look to it. So, yeah, the closest thing you're getting is Missouri, man. As far as a port, dude. Like, what the hell? But yeah, Morgan gets gets there, and he's like, <laughs> Lionel arrives. Yeah, and Morgan hands him the package, saying, "Here's the brown bag special you ordered." Yeah, like what the hell? It's like this is. It's like, well, uh, interesting presentation there, Morgan. <laughs> what is this jar? He's like, it's what, well, it's what like, you're it's looking it? for. He's, He's like, like, that's it. All right. So Lionel then Would Lionel goes, think that, that he had the vial and he just poured it in there? Yeah, I don't know what Lionel would think because how would he make this, Lionel? Because you not even believing that he knows the source at this point is a little dumb. Yeah, because well, he doesn't, he doesn't even mention source. He just knows that I sto- this is what you I stole. And how did it end up in the jar? And he's thinking like, yeah, how is it in the jar? It's like, what, you don't trust me? It's like, oh, uh, no, I don't think I do. And of course, Lionel even mentions that. I'm not, I'm not going to be trustworthy with you because trust is never really our forte. But also, Joseph, like what we talked about, Clark gave him more. So wouldn't Lionel realize, hey, this is more yeah, than you're what at I like, had. So what is this? What did you do? You cut it with somebody else's blood? You sell it on the street? Yeah, I don't know. So now we have Lionel going to test the blood. So I guess he's tested it before. With the window rolled down, we then have a character. This looks like a doctor, a scientist, something like that. That is testing the blood, just like a little lab kit, like in the car. I thought this was like an interpretation of Marcy. Oh. Or Mercy. Mercy. I thought it was Marcy. Mercy, Mercy. Or Mercer. No, I think it was Marcy. At least in the Just League cartoon, I like thought Lex's right hand yes. woman scientist yes. type lady. Yeah, that's exactly who I thought this was kind of hinting at of a setup for it, because she seems like a woman who is all business. Yeah, not only able to test the blood, have some type of machine that's so advanced, but she looks like that she's able to whoop some ass, like Lady Deathstrike in X Two. This is the exact person I feel. So I think we'll save the name for now because apparently this is a DC Comics character that is revealed later on. I was going to say, she comes back. Too. Yeah, she comes yes. back. So we don't get her name, but she tests the blood and says it's an identical match to Lionel. And Lionel's like, hell yeah, dope. All right, so it is the blood. Yeah. Thanks, Morgan. See you later. And then, of course, Morgan's just like, you know, I would think the li- the blood is liquid gold then. He's like, uh, well, I can't imagine what the source would be to you. He's like, um... He's, Lionel's looking at him, he's like, let's just say, uh... My contact became uncooperative. <laughs> well, they were definitely holding out on you. And so Morgan actually taps on the window before Lionel well, yes, heads out. Yes, because Lionel's still not wanting to even ask him, how did you get the blood in the mason Lionel would ask, too, well, dude. What is this from Lionel? I don't know. And so, yeah, so he rolls it down. He's like, what? He's like, <laughs> what, you- what if I were to tell you that this sample I stole... Or, sorry, this is not even the sample I stole that I got this straight from the source. And Lionel is so rock hard right oh, now. Oh my he God. has the craziest grin and smirk. And also, what was that? All right, so we get away from the pier. <laughs> and we go back to the barn. And we have the two goons still. 
Yes. And they have them tied up, everyone. Now they're paying attention to Clark here. Because Clark decided to show them his weakness, so now they're grabbing they that kryptonite rock. put the whole rock on his chest. But did you see what it did? It first glowed green on his chest. And then it went a whole red phase body reaction across his chest. What uh, the hell was that? Um, Probably because they're showing his body go into like... Like a normal mode? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just showing that. You know what I'm saying. It's like All Might when he shrinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the exact same type of concept here. And don't you love how easy John just gets out of this chair? Um, Because he couldn't have done that earlier, which probably... Well, he had a gun to his throat. Yeah, but he would have been able to do it while Clark was cutting his arm and everybody was distracted by that because there's no way in hell anybody was looking at anything else as this kid is doing that. Well, since they are both distracted too, though, right now, the goons. Yeah. So he found an opportunity to try to distract hey, them. Hey, hey, Joseph, I'm probably going to win... You know, Morgan leaves and talks to his goon saying, stay here. I'm then going to smash the chair and then just kick the rock away. Yeah. Because if I kick the rock away from Clark. Y'all are done Then Clark wins. <laughs> but instead, I'm now going to smash my chair where then the goons just whoop my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he smashes the chair, gets up, and immediately gets, like, kicked, bro. And it's like, all right. He immediately did nothing there. Martha's then screaming, oh, my God, John. One of the goons then gets okay, the look, phone dude, call from I, Morgan. I, there's no other goon I hate more than that guy with that tattoo stupid face? tattoo on his face. Dude, tattoo bro. face is great. He's from last episode, and he's obviously Morgan Edge is like one of his right-hand men. And it's like, dude, he sucks. So they actually they get a call, obviously, from Morgan. And so they put, they put Clark up in the, the moving van. All right. Yeah, okay, we put him in the right. moving van, but they had strapped a meteor rock to him, so he's not going to move. And so they're going to go take him, obviously, to Lionel because Morgan says he has a source. You know, and I thought that Chloe had perfect timing. You know, that's better timing. Miss Lana, Lana Lang. Lang. Yeah. She Lana Lang shows up pretty up. much unannounced, too, you know? And whenever she decides to come up inside of her nice new purple Jeep that we've never seen, I'm sorry, maroon Jeep that we've never seen before, she notices guys in suits carrying guns and tattoos on faces. <laughs> so her response to this is to go up to one of them and says, hey, have you guys seen the Kents? Yeah, she's under the assumption they're probably the movers. Did Lana like, get into Clark's stash? What uh, is she doing right She's been now? dabbling a bit. She's going through heartbreak, dude. The guy had a gun that she He's saw. like looking at her like, oh yeah, I know where they are. Come with me. He's like, what is going on? And of course they go in there. He's like, move it. Get inside. And of course she's like now a hostage. Good job, Lana. And of course, this guy is like, and Martha's like, leave her out of this. And Lana pulls out her crouching tiger hidden dragon moves, dude. She does the, was it, the shoulder plex, elbow. Yeah, she's like hitting, she's smashing on toes, hitting elbows to noses. Bald guy then runs after Lana in order to catch her, but Martha decides to also contribute because Jonathan is worthless. The you women are taking yeah, care of it out? all. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Oh, I'm hurt. I can't do this, guys. <laughs> Good job, ladies. <laughs> you guys keep going. Yeah. But the guy then holds the gun up. Lana then comes up with a shovel behind the dude's back, whips him. Now this is going to be a battle for the gun. Bald head versus Lana. Lana oh, dude, I would have shot right there, bro. Soon as that gun is right in his chest or his face, dude, I'm, I'm blasting. Yeah, but instead she takes the better approach, which is kicking him in the nuts, then throwing him into a, a hoe. Yeah, it's like a hoe or a pitchfork or something, and dude. And it just penetrates him through the chest. Shout out Teeny Greer, dude. This is how she did. 
Yeah, I mean, a Actually, lot with of the spike, but yeah, a lot of people are being impaled in Smallville here. Yeah, and now Lana is a killer. Yeah, she is just she like just Clark. Killed that dude. So now they can uh, have something to bond about even more. They can literally, yeah, bond. Yeah, they can talk sure. about everything. Hey, What'd you do today? I hurt someone. <gasps> How bad? Do you remember when you killed that henchman? Oh yeah. Do you remember when you killed Cyrus? Yeah. Cool dude. <laughs> I think he's still Brendan. <laughs> Yeah, about um, Ryan, just know, yeah. yeah, Cyrus is still in the hospital, brain dead, until they confirm his death. So, um, okay. all right, let's go all to right. a scene that doesn't make sense. Okay, thank you. Yes. So let's go. We're back up in the jet. It's like exactly what happened at the season two finale. Helen and Lex are cheering to this each other. This is the exact second scene, honeymoon. Joseph. Second honeymoon, and of course, Lex doesn't actually drink the champagne, and Helen's like thrown off by that. And it's like, oh, you don't want to drink it? It's like, um, well, I've kind of lost my taste for it, so... I've kind of lost my taste for champagne. That's not funny. So she is noticing that he is not drinking his glass, and yet she is left with her glass. Why is she on a plane with him drinking champagne? Dude, this is weird, man. And of course, he's like the first, like, well, did you sleep okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. And it's like, well, you know, I'd hate for you to doze off, you know, being in the plane and whatnot. You never know. Because he's making jokes. And he's, she's like, that's not funny. You Lex. never know. You might wake up and I could be gone. What the hell is going on? I would be kind of freaked out about this. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's like, that's not funny, Lex. I'm jumping out of the plane now. Yeah. And now <laughs> now we're going to get, of course, this weird, pl- it's like a plot or something. Because now she's catching on to Lex like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, because he, he goes, because like, oh, yeah, that's not funny, Lex. And he goes, oh, I guess you had to be there. And he has, like, an evil look going on where this is just a fun game for him. Ha <laughs> you know what? I am going to go get me a drink. Yeah, he looks like he's obviously pouring up some scotch or something. Helen, realizing that something is wrong, asks what is going on. You know what? I failed to realize that no rational person would have came back to me after, after giving you the blood. And I told you that, too, by the way. Yeah. Because remember, with the episode that she does find out, it was like they separated. And yeah. then she comes back an hour before the wedding and says, I'm ready to do this. That was so weird from no the way, start. No way, dude. Even Lex is now, you're an idiot. I don't believe it. And she you. goes, I did it because I love you. And he's still not about it. I mean, about that excuse, you know? He, he really isn't. He's still not buying into it. You still think I tried to kill you? Lex is still not wanting to answer the question. Helen is asking him why can't you see what's right in front of your eyes it was your father's plane he was always threatened by me or you or whatever you know what i've thought about this Mm -hmm. and you know what i found out that you're exactly right it has been right in front of my eyes but you know what if my father wanted me dead i would be dead because he's a luther and he wouldn't have failed what the hell lex okay really i think your father has failed no Uh, i mean if he really wanted him dead, he'd make it happen, bro. I don't know. I think I'm with Helen here because she even says your delusions. It, it must be the malaria still. <laughs> He's like, no, uh, but I think I have a pretty clear picture of things now. Oh, now we get another flashback. And is this going to be the real story now? You had my father's pilot killed. So we had a whole different person. You snuck your own on board. And okay. You had the pilot touch down on a small island in order to drop you off. You paid him a prearranged sum to take the plane up again with me still inside. And of course, uh, at some point, 
he got me uh, away from you, up in the air, flew out far enough to cover the tracks, and then he took a little skydive. <laughs> I bet he loved how you tampered with his parachute. Ugly surprise. How does he know that? Um, what? He's making up <laughs> shit. Like, why would he know that? That's my other, like, where did that come from? Yeah, and he's just like, believe me, I prefer the hero's tale that you told, but, uh... I think that's makes that makes more sense to me. So you are high off the malaria. What so. could have made sense too is that the pilot dove off the plane in the middle of a storm in the ocean or wherever they were over. So I don't know if Lex is onto something with the story at that I don't part. Know, dude. At the very it's least. like yeah, and it's like, but that's not giving you enough credit, is it? And she's like, Lex, you're scaring me. The area where we crashed was given. Uh, well, what does he say? Given the amount of fuel. It was, like, unhabitable at the island that he was at. Mm -hmm. But what he did was that he was able to look at the records. The fuel mileage and, like, how long it would track. You touched down at St. Croix at 7.59 that night. You know what the most twisted part of all this is, Lex? What? And he's like, ooh, I'm intrigued. (laughs) The reason you get a bullet in your head that day is because I really did fall in love with you. Which would make sense, right? But- and uh, she starts pulling out the gun out of her purse behind her. Yeah, because he's. Probably- I learned from my sta- I learned from my mistakes now. Hold on, Helen has to try to kill Lex because obviously he's trying to kill her right now in this scene. Yeah, or what's his plan? Was right that now? the real story? What did he just find out exactly what happened? I don't believe so, and this is he, why. I mean, after he literally labeled Saint Croix at seven fifty nine that night. That seemed to be the, oh, he knows. I mean, what if the pilot really did stop for fuel? Because there all, there's always going to be a record of someone landing and someone going. Yes. So that's how he found out. That I, that jet landed at that place. What just to get fuel, though? Okay. But went, it still landed. Yeah, but then it went back there's up. There's record of it, bro. With them going back up, though. So Helen and Lex could have still been on the plane, meaning Lex's story was just full of shit. They stopped down to give gas. Or it's real, and Helen's actually a piece of shit. I don't know if she is, because she brought the gun in order to protect herself, because I do have another question for you here, Joseph. She was, literally. What is Lex's plan? I think he was just maybe going to have a nice second honeymoon to himself. <laughs> what is? What was he going to do with Helen right now? I don't know. What was his plan? Hopefully she drank the champagne. Did he talk to the kids about this? And of course... Yeah, yeah. And look, he hoped that she drank the champagne after telling her, hope you enjoy champagne. <laughs> what a poker face, And Lex. look, it's all just but confirmed now when she points the gun at him. It's like, wow, yep. She's so, crying. She's crying. She actually loves him. And Bullshit, she, she would have pulled the trigger right here. Because nah, he said, dude, go she ahead. loves him. No. See, she's like, go ahead. Go ahead and shoot me. I can cheat death. Up. She in loves fact, this man. In fact, I'll do it again because I've risen from the ashes, baby. Oh, yeah, we're the phoenix. Yeah. And now we're going to fight over the gun. It goes off. It kills the pilot. This is the dumbest <laughs> shot I have ever seen. The way they angled this gun, yeah, they shoot they like the pilot. What? You see the they bullet? They curved the bullet. From... They curved the bullet. It was a wanted. It's a velocity shot. thing. Velocity. They're high up in the air. So they shoot the door, and it somehow hit the pilot and killed him. He's already pale, like he's been dead for hours. Did you see that? <laughs> Anyways, Lex actually tries to take control of the plane, which we dad confirmed. You did. You did. He actually tries to take control of the plane. He looks back. He doesn't see Helen. Apparently, the door is open. We actually don't even see her jump out. Yeah, but, but she she's mu- gone. She must have grabbed the parachute, though, and then jumped out. Because obviously, why would she just jump out? And you want to know what's crazy? 
That's the last time we see Helen Bryce. Oh my god. Okay. She's pulling a Henry Smalls right now. What if her and Henry right now are together? Okay, that's stupid. Why? She would not even play around with Henry, bro. What's Henry got to give her? She's gonna have to start a new life. She with has Henry Smalls. <laughs> Listen, have you met Henry Smalls' wife? I'd be wanting to get away from her. I don't know. Would Helen be any better? Yes. She'd get in that marriage and start crying like her, too. I'm actually kind of upset that this is the very last thing that we see of Helen. Yeah, I, we don't even confirm yeah. if that was a suicide. Because what if it was? I don't think it was. But what if? What was, was it? I feel so guilty of trying to murder you and everything. I just can't No, it's a matter it. of like, oh, this guy's going to kill me. What? No, I would. No, she would have grabbed I'd rather parachute. kill myself if he's, I don't want to be, who knows what Les is going to do to me. She so grabbed the parachute and she jumped out. Because at that point, dude, you go past to a point of no return. You're pulling out the gun. You just try to kill them. And so now it's obviously apparent that Lex is actually trying to f- kill you. Yeah, and I'm still wanting to know what he was planning on doing up there in the plane. At least Lex got to kill someone. He killed the pilot. That's true. And once again, he was not phased by that, even though they're going to have to tell the pilot's family everything that occurred and they're gonna what ask questions would, what yeah what would happen how do they explain that they don't instead they just give their family like five million dollars why why are guns going off in the plane again what my husband was a good man let's go back to the dock that doesn't make any sense though. yeah we go back to the dock it's all nice and wet it's like we're going to gotham or something hey I would have loved that. That would have been better. Clark is still in the back of the truck. He's starting kicking around boxes. How is he able to move around so freely right now? Yeah, with the kryptonite. Because he has the kryptonite taped to his chest. He's cutting things off and moving around, kicking things. And, of course, it's the moving van, yeah. and he's being delivered right to Lionel. Did he just it, grabs a rock and throws it. Doesn't he go through seizures whenever it comes to kryptonite? Yeah. What? And, of course, Lionel is just so happy. He's like, oh, Morgan, I hate mysteries. I hate surprises. What are you kidding me, man? Like, I can't wait to see what you have. I know you're such a jokester. I know and then, so, yeah, he's like, all right, man, well, enjoy. Go have fun. It's like, this had better be worth it, Morgan. And so they go up there. And, of course, conveniently, there is some type of gas or propane tank, uh, f- paint cleaner in the truck. Clark heats it up. Boom. Huge explosion. Happens right in front of Lionel. Jesus blew him back. Yeah, Lionel and Morgan Edge would have been dead in that scene. And instead, Lionel is then lifted up by his bodyguard and just taken away, saying, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Morgan's standing by his car saying, I don't know what happened. This wasn't planned. Goons do not agree. Both goons from both sides start firing at each other. Tattoo face. Morgan Edge's goons are gone, bro. They've been shot. But yeah, Lionel thinks he's been set up. Morgan's like, you set me up. You'll pay for this. You set me up. And so he's out of there, but then one of Lionel's guards shoots Morgan, and he falls off the pier. Obviously, he is not dead, because it looks like that he only shot him in the arm, yeah. so I'm expecting a return yeah. from Mr. Morgan we Edge. We better get a return. It would have been great, though, if like Morgan Edge somehow like made a line that was like, You know what, Lionel? You're right. Do you know who I am? I'm Morgan Edge. M-E-Me. Oh, <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> that'd be great. And then, of course, Lionel's getting out of there. Where's Morgan? Where's that son of a bitch? And I thought this was Morgan crawling up from the no. dock. And instead, it happens to be Clark Kent. Coming out the water, climbing himself back up, because he obviously blew up the truck and probably just dove out. Because so he, just... he didn't run away. 
Why wouldn't we run away at that point? I don't know. Instead, we're going to hide. Why do we need to hide when we can run away and nobody can see me because yeah. I'm fast? Yeah, because they just drove off. You're telling me they're not looking back trying to see anyone there? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Clark's super long goblet of fire hair. All they just wet. wanted to put them all wet. Mm-hmm. And we go back to the mansion, and Lex is just like, ha, oh, long day. <laughs> just another Tuesday here And Lionel's already here, and he's just casual? Like, he didn't have just a nice day himself? No. Instead, Joseph, you need to be more disturbed with Lionel sitting there saying, well done, son. Well done. What the hell is going on now, see? That's why I still believe Helen over fucking Lionel. What is he doing? I just don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm I will. I don't think we'll ever know confirmed like what, what that story was. I love the Machiavellian approach you did, Lex. You know, but uh, come on, Lex. Don't you think? Uh, do you think I'd neglect to put surveillance in my plans? I know what happened. So. And he just smiles and chuckles. He's like, wait, wait. Wouldn't he have surveillance of the incident that occurred because Helen said that it was your father? If anything, plane? this is what's going to show. It's going to confirm your point that it was him. He removed the surveillance or just neglected to have it that day. Yes. It would then show that it was Or Lionel. maybe he's saying that he put surveillance in it now because of what happened with Lex. So it's still up in the air, but I, I, li- I yes, like what we're getting at, though. I like because it's a lot of what if there. And, and don't you just love him? Oh, you know, poor Helen. What? Should we be sending a search party for her? Not necessary, Dad. If Helen wanted to be found, she would be found. But Helen's too good for that because she is, and we're never going to see her again. That's how good she is. You know what? I'm surprised, Helen. Uh, surprised, Lex, that you would be falling in love with Helen. But you know what? Don't be too hard on yourself. Love is a tricky thing. You know the sick thing, Dad. Of all people... I knew you'd understand. Uh, uh, I am, once again, lost. I do, Lex, of course. Survival is what matters. I know that now. Yeah, um, this is weird. If I was anybody else's son, I would have died on that island. But it was because of all of the life-sick, twisted lessons you've taught me growing up is what kept me strong to survive. What the hell is going on? If I can keep my pride in check, I know there's more to learn from you. What? What? I was hoping your offer still stands to, huh? run, to run Luther Corp together. What? What? And Lionel is purely shocked. I'm shocked. So that's what also makes it weird because, like, if he really did plan it, then this was his objective, no? To break. But he's to- he's too genuinely shocked, bro. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. But he could be genuinely shocked. Because his plan finally worked where he broke his son enough to not trust anybody else except for him. Yeah. I mean, that's just all I'm thinking with it because I don't understand the agreement. I don't understand how Lex all of a sudden says, my father is a good guy. I want to go into business with him. I keep hoping there is some alternative motive I put in the notes. There better be. Otherwise, I'm going to be crushed. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's such a weird thing. And if... And of course, like so I've learned to trust my instincts. Lionel thinks it's a hasty decision, like don't do this if you don't want to or whatever. You're not thinking right, maybe. And of course, he's like, "Wow, okay." Shook, shakes his hand. I get to be in business with my son. Yeah, and he puts his other hand on. He's like, "It's like, wow, good to have you back." Lex and him. He are- says, "Good to have you back, son." Like this seems like a weirdly weird 
genuine loving moment between the Luthers. Oh my and god. And Lex oh my god. creepingly oh my god. reaches in for the hug and he fully embraces him. Closes his eyes too, bro. What was that? I'm disgusted. I'm disturbed. What the hell were they doing? I don't touching? like them. I don't I, like that. I, the heads on the shoulders looking out if it was some type of... might as well start patting his back like, there you go, son, baba, baba. Yeah, do you need a burp? Oh. Like, what is this? I'm... If I see this crap all season, what if, I'm gonna be pissed at Lex. What if it panned out and it looked like he obviously reached him for the hug, but then it panned out and you see that his legs are like wrapped around Lionel's waist, like he's holding him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. That is. That's really gross. Why? Why would you ever want? Or even just like one leg, <laughs> just like just wrap like him. when he closes his eyes, that's when he like put his legs around him, like he's just basically holding him like a baby. <laughs> and then he puts like in his. I missed you. Uh, da, da. <laughs> Let's get back to the can house. We're got to the can house and it looks like they're unpacking or trying to pack up everything. And of course, John's like, man, you know, it's going to feel weird not to have our old, our home. Home's not a place, dad. It's the people. Well, dad, I decided to do the right thing here. And you know what? I called the people that I stole the money and I turned myself in. So do you, so this is what happened. Watch. So where did he, first off, where did he hide the money? What money? I thought he blew it off. He did blow it off because we noticed Second, that Cal didn't Did he math. just really just call and say, Hey, I'm the masked man <laughs> that uh what? that I used to, that was terrorizing Metropolis the past three months. Um this is where I hid the money. Okay, bye. <laughs> hold on, hold on. When Clark says he turned himself in, does he mean that he said I'm Clark Kent and I did this? Or did he just say, so this is where you can find the money. Here's an anonymous tip. <laughs> like, it has to be the anonymous tip. Because what we found out with the Eric episode, John told them, you never tell them your name, but you wave to them as they pull the person away. Yeah, they're sick in the head. <laughs> they're just, sick people. There's no way he told them his name. <laughs> there's no way. I know where I have the money. His ass would be arrested because he also spent some of that money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember the car? <laughs> yeah, I hid it in this bag that this lady took at the car dealership. Yeah. But yeah, so John's just telling him, because like, Clark's like, you know, the problem's never really going to go away because it's in my blood. Like, the problem is my blood. And he's like, well, it's all right, man. You'll be all right. And of course, Lex walks in. He's like, hey. Clark makes a comment. Hey, you're a little late for the Macrame, yeah, yeah. The macrame, uh, you missed the garage sale. And so Lex immediately pulls out a document. And he's showing it to John and Martha, and he's like, they look over it, he bought the farm. But don't but, worry, I put your names on the deed, but so, I decided to just buy it, because you know why? Because the one thing that I did have when I was on that island is this compass that you gave me. And it brought me to Safe Harbor. So because you gave me this free compass you bought at the dollar store, mm -hmm. I was able <laughs> Family to- Family heirloom, dude. There's no way he has multiple of those, unless he's not giving one to Clark. Yeah, Clark's not a Kent. <laughs> so he gives it to Lex and not Clark? Because there's no way he's... Did, did it's because he's human. <laughs> did his, Clark has super speed. He doesn't well, need it's also It was a wedding gift. So Clark's not married. <laughs> Who knows if he ever can. We try to instill it that he shouldn't. So <laughs> this is... It, <laughs> it's such a weird twisted turn with Lex right now because then now he's like really being like loving. Like, he just lost the love of his life, but now he's embracing his dad. He tells John, no need to ever pay me back. I would just hope you consider me a part of the family. 
Why did Sean accept it? Because, I mean... Why means... didn't he accept DNA before? Well, so I mean... I know, because all of a sudden, we're not going to be the manly man. We're not going to push it away. Instead, we're just going to accept it, even though we've done favors in the past for Lex, and he's tried to do this, and I've always rejected it. This doesn't make any sense to me. I think the relationships... What is going on with these been, people? It's The relationship's been better. I mean, no doubt for sure. But yeah, it's, it's kind of extreme to accept the whole purchase of your the farm. The whole purchase, Joseph. It's not even like a small And I get it amount. too. I mean, maybe it's safe and secure. But I mean, yeah, your names are on the deed. But it's still strange. Like, you wouldn't accept, like, what, a $10,000 check, but you accept that he bought your whole damn land. You didn't accept when the... Well, technically they did because their names are on the deed. Remember yeah. when the livestock was poisoned? From a Lex, Co- Lex Corp employee, and Lex goes, hey, I need to reimburse you for this, and John says no. So that wasn't a good time to accept the money. And I guess his sincere comment, like, oh, your compass, you know, got me and it saved me, so please just let me, re- you know, pay you back in this way. So maybe that's why? A very sincere gesture or something? I don't know. It's still strange. So I thought that was a strange scene that people kind of acted out of place. I go, you know what? There's no way that somebody in this episode can be dumber. Yeah. But then I met Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. Putting back up the Kent Farm sign on the house because obviously it is, uh, you know, the house isn't going anywhere. We got Lana Rock coming in on horseback and she's coming to see him because, of course, she thought about, wow, Clark really does love me after having that conversation with Chloe. Oh, hey, Lana, how's it going? Dummy doesn't even act. He... Dude, he. This is what I mean. He with has this a huge g- problem. This is what I mean with this guy. Why are you so casual with this shit, Clark? You need to be worshiping the ground that she is walking on. That's right. Roll out the red carpet. Did you sell it at the garage sale? Get it out, dude. And so yeah, she's like, I'm glad your parents are getting a second chance. And uh, yeah, I think everybody will be earning every cent for, of my allowance this year. So, uh, okay. so you're staying, huh, Clark? Yeah. You know what? I think I want to try to put all that stuff that happened in Metropolis behind me. Yeah, that would probably be a good idea. Probably be a good idea to put a lot of things behind us. <laughs> um, Idiot. <laughs> yeah. But also, what does she kind of mean by that? Like, I'm done with you? No, what she means is... How about we kind of forget everything that happened and we go back to where we were at before? Clark is a lucky son of a bitch, dude. Yes. There is no way dude, you should be... No, I'm with you. I am with you. She... No one should be talking to Clark after that. No, and yet she is... He's lucky to have parents. Who, yes, they should have <laughs> abandoned him. After he got rid of the pure blood, he should have been gone. Dude. But yes, she is saying it like, I want to go back to just us. Like... Clark, I know there are things about you I'm never going to understand. But I'm okay with that. Oh, like, man. What? What? Like, you, you Here we go with the holding hands thing again. She grabs his hand. You don't need to protect me anymore. I want to know everything about you. Like, I would just, like, share with me. Open up. Okay. Okay. Dude, would you not just tell her, bro? Whatever it is, I can handle it. I, okay. Okay. Clark does not deserve her. Like, oh my god. He rejects the hand. He rejects- And Lana's already heard. She's already- Oh, well, there it is. That's it. It's like, you know, the way you looked at me in Metropolis, you were disgusted. Yeah, every normal person should have been disgusted by the way you were acting in Metropolis, Clark. Yeah, you're disgusted. He's like, no, I was confused. Like, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
<laughs> Clark, you can't blame me for that. No. Lana, I know you're probably trying to make it seem better, but dude, you don't have to lie to us. I can't. You know what? Because you looked at me that way that one time, I could never have you look at me that way again. Clark, <laughs> you have fucked her over numerous times. It's, dude, it's the same old story, By the way, this bro. is the third time of her saying in this conversation, you weren't yourself. Clark, she is begging. She is... She's practically on her hands and knees right now, dude. I, without her being on her hands and knees, she is doing this right now. She is begging for this man. You know what, Lana? That was, in fact, me. What? Lana, I chose to let that part out of me. And, and it's always going to be there. So does Trust he, me, you don't want to know me the way you think you do. So does he remember everything? What, dude, yes, dude, what? of course. <laughs> but it's also like, bro, like... <sighs> Hold on. Here's the fourth time. Clark, that's my decision to make. Just no. be with me. No. I don't think I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to share with you these cool secrets I have. Like, why does he think that she is going to just hate him? I mean, I get it. Maybe he's really just thinking deep down, I am the reason. Like, he doesn't want to tell everything because I am the reason your parents are dead. I'm the reason you hate, you know, Nell because she ended up having to be your mom after your parents died. Last year, I tried so hard to be the right guy for you. I just, I just, but I'm not. I'm just not the right person. This will never work. Get the fuck off my property. <laughs> Dude, and she takes it that way to be no, honest. She like she like looks down and is just like, "What was that?" What was that exactly? Yes, and they, there's no word said. No, and it's like you, and of course Lana. she just tells him one. This is probably the last time, Clark. You never had to try. And I'm we have yeah, we have Ditto's White Flag song. Always and if you're if you're a fan be. of Ditto, man, like. Oh, dude, we gotta play that one time. Oh, dude. And that's what we end on. Adding credits. Ditto. White flag. The official breakup of Lana and Clark, dude. Like, wow. Um. Um. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna let it play still. It's just so good. Man. Clark sucks. Yeah, he's the worst. Clark sucks. Um, doesn't deserve Lana. I hope Lana is able to find a nice guy after this episode. I hope she is able to find real love that does not involve Clark Kent, who just thinks that he can just decide how people's feelings should be and that he's the one that's in control after telling Lana that he's only wanted her ever since he was five years old. So he pretty much just dangled bait to a fish and then said, no, you can't have it. Ha ha. Ha ha. I don't want to fish anymore. What? 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 <laughs> like, nothing makes sense to me with Clark nor with Lex. They both have... Lex, I'm just going to blame on malaria. I think they're making this very clear. The man has been hallucinating because of the malaria. Oh, dude. Yeah, for sure. And... Yeah, we. Oh man, Clark, does he have malaria? What a roller coaster that was, dude! Like, what on earth, man? Yeah, so we end on that, and that's our punctuation mark, kind of, on that little storyline from season finale to now. We had a whole like a three episode storyline almost. 
I guess calling too. Calling was like no. It's definitely this is a four part. This should have been a movie. That's you know Clark. I mean, uh, Smallville should have really capitalized on that. You know, yeah. like that that format because it worked with Justice League animated series. You oh. know, doing part one, part three of every like little little arc, and then they move on to the next story. Man, that would have been great if they did do it that way, and if they made it like Justice League Unlimited. Oh yeah. Oh, bro, they would be really good. And I would not mind, you know, 23 episodes a season if you just keep doing that. That's true. And then you, you know can... how many stories you can make? So many. And I think that's the only reason why the Justice League Unlimited didn't work out after the multiple seasons. Because it like... wasn't the part two or three thing. Well, well they... there was some, but... And they also kept showing characters that nobody cared for. Yeah. They... I mean, at the time, you know, you're a kid, you're, yeah. you're looking at question, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who's this? Why does he not have a face? Why do I care about him and Huntress? What's yeah, going what? on? Huntress? <laughs> Who's that? But yeah, Huntress, big character, question I actually do love. Yeah, we all know, obviously, who they are. But it's just like at that time, you're younger. It's like, okay. All you need is the question. The, the question episode is good, though. Well, Lemire, if anyone ever needs a storyline, just read that DC Black Label storyline. It's so good. That mm-hmm. should be made into a damn movie if you want something good. That is good. Sorry, off topic. Clark sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Clark showed that he's going to start sucking. I think he, yeah, he's going to, because we're going to get ready for next week, and that's Extinction. And uh, so, yes, thank you again for listening to us this week. We didn't really have much fun fact. Hopefully, Morgan Edge, we see him again. He better be showing up again. It didn't. I don't think we have any confirmation that this is the last appearance. We know Helen is gone, which is so stupid. We can't even get any type of slight confirmation where she went, but... She's but yeah. probably on an island forever. And just Island Girl. <laughs> island Girl. Damn. He was the island boy and she he made her the island girl. They really were a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> was right all along. Match made in island. Okay, we're gonna have to end it now. <laughs> <laughs>